Welcome, everybody, to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Andrew, here to bring you the Week 15 Injury Update. Hopefully, you all had a great Week 14. We're looking forward to Week 15. Should be second round of the playoffs for most of you. For some crazy people, it's the first round of the playoffs. That's ridiculous to me. I don't know why you're playing Week 17. Doesn't matter. I'm here to bring you the injury update. Who's out? Who's questionable? Who's going to play? And everything in between. So starting out, Julio Jones. He will be out this week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a hamstring injury, meaning that Calvin Ridley is only going to be better. He's going to be amazing this week against Tampa. It is going to be all through the air. They are not going to have a ground game in Atlanta. Uh, And he really is, Calvin Ridley really is the only person that I would say is fantasy relevant on this team right now. If it was midseason, I would say maybe Russell Gage, but you want to play it safe this week. It's playoffs. You don't want to risk it. So uh, nothing, nothing big there. Uh, It's just unfortunate with Julio Jones. Next up, John Brown. There was a chance that he was going to make it off the IR and be able to play this Saturday against the Denver Broncos. However, he did make it off the IR, but he is not ready to play this week. It's this Saturday, meaning Cole Beasley, once again, fantasy relevant, should be locked and loaded starter, as well as obviously Stephon Diggs. No Gabriel Davis. I know he's had a good couple weeks, but don't do that. Next up, Kenny Galladay. A lot of big wide receivers this week. Kenny Galladay, though, no surprise. He's once again on this list. I don't even know why I keep adding him. There's a chance he might not even return this season, so... Uh, if you're in a in a redraft league, I would say he's droppable at this point. He's not going to play this week. He's doubtful for next week. Marvin Jones is a locked and loaded starter for the rest of the season. Uh, depends on matchup with Marvin Jones. Depends on how Matthew Stafford is doing. He is questionable to play this week against the Titans. I would say Matthew Stafford. He's a tough guy. He always ends up playing. Uh, so Marvin Jones should be a... Wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside this week against Tennessee, which isn't that good against the pass. Uh, So, yeah, Marvin Jones, really the only player that benefits there. Speaking of big wide receivers, Michael Thomas will not play this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. He is dealing with that ankle injury. So it'll be Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith as the top receivers. None of them I would start this week. It's too risky. They're going up against the Chiefs. It's going to be all Elvin Kamara. That's what's going to happen. I know Drew Brees is back, uh, and we'll talk about him in a minute. However, with Michael Thomas gone, there's no receiver that I'd like for the New Orleans Saints. I do like Jared Cook, however. Jared Cook should be a, a very, very solid option this week. And last but not least, on the out list, Ronald Jones from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is on the COVID list. He will not play. He also had surgery on that broken finger, so he was already doubtful to play this week against the Atlanta Falcons. He's going to be out, which means Ronald, or not Ronald Jones, uh, Leonard Fournette will take place of Ronald Jones as that running back one for the Bucs. Uh, Fournette, just because of opportunity, is a, is a high flex option. Um, I could see a lot in the air game this, this week, so Leonard Fournette w- should be okay. Um, I'm not too thrilled about him, but he should be decent just based on on uh, the amount of snaps that he's going to get. All right, moving on to doubtful. 
Doubtful players. Christian McCaffrey, he's doubtful this week against the Green Bay Packers. Would have been a great matchup for Christian McCaffrey. He didn't practice Thursday. Very limited Friday. Uh, this, to me, means that he is he's going to be out. I know Matt Rule, the head coach for the Carolina Panthers, said he does not expect McCaffrey to be active this Saturday against the Packers. And they're looking forward to Week 16. So that in my head, I think he's he's all but ruled out. Uh, so I would not expect McCaffrey to play. Luckily, it is a Saturday game. So if there is a small chance that McCaffrey is going to play, you're going to know basically before any other game has been played. So you can adjust accordingly there. But for now, don't expect him to. Next up, Antonio Gibson. He's dealing with turf toe. Uh, which usually keeps people out multiple weeks. He's doubtful for this week against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, There's not much here. Um, If he plays, he should be great, but he's dealing with that injury. It's a noon game on Sunday, which means 90 minutes before game time. You should know. However, I do not expect Gibson to play this week. I think they're going to rest him one more week. J.D. McKissick should be the running back one uh, when Gibson is absent, so Jaden McKissick should be locked and loaded starter. Even if Gibson does play, he will be playing on a limited basis. McKissick should be, uh, all systems go this week against the Seattle Seahawks. Last player for doubtful is Miles Gaskin. He's still recovering from COVID. It does not look like he's going to be off the COVID list in time for this week's matchup against the New England Patriots, meaning that it'll be Selvin Ahmed. Uh, and DeAndre Washington as the running backs. Now, Ahmed is dealing with a shoulder injury. He's trending towards playing. Uh, if not, it'll be DeAndre Washington as that RB1. If Gaskin does not play, which is what it's looking like, I would not start any Miami Dolphins running back. If Ahmed was fully healthy, I would say maybe a low-end flex, but they're going up against the Patriots, which is a decent defense. Uh, and it, there's just, they haven't shown enough they haven't shown enough for me to feel comfortable starting any of them in fantasy playoffs all right moving on to the questionable players damian harris for the new england patriots he is dealing with an ankle injury he was limited on thursday which is a a late week addition to the injury report uh he was shaken up a little bit last thursday against the la rams so it's kind of something to watch out for. Now, Damian Harris is a low-end flex for me this week if he does play against that noon game. Check 90 minutes before game time. Just because Miami has an even better defense than the Patriots, uh, which is saying something. Dolphins is very, very solid. So, Damian Harris, uh, low-end flex for me. And if Damian Harris does uh, miss this week, it will be James White and Sonny Michelle. Don't start any of them. Don't do it. Next up, Evan Ingram, tight end for the New York Giants, is questionable for this week against the Cleveland Browns. He is dealing with a calf injury. He was added late in the week as well. Uh, I would say he's leaning more towards not playing than active. I would not take the risk this week with Daniel Jones also being questionable with a hamstring and ankle injury. Uh, and and the Browns having a solid defense, I don't see enough opportunity for Evan Ingram to put up fantasy-relevant numbers this week. He's been a fringe tight end one, high-end tight end two. I don't like this matchup this week. This injury is scary to me. 
he's going to rest this week and he should be on your bench. Next up, Curtis Samuel. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. Another late addition to injury reports this week. He was limited on Thursday. I don't know if that's because he he injured his hamstring or they're just kind of resting him, taking it easy so then he doesn't aggravate it before the game. However, I would say Curtis Samuel is looking more towards playing than not. It seems like it's more of a minor issue. If he Maybe he just tweaked it and they said, you know what, let's just relax for the day. We don't want you to miss this week's game because it is a very good matchup against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, with, with Christian McCaffrey most likely being out, they're going to go to the air more. Curtis Samuel is very involved. He's very versatile in, in this offense. So Curtis Samuel, it's a Saturday night game, so you should know before most of the other games play. Curtis Samuel, I would say a, a solid start at flex, as well as DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. All three of those receivers I would start this week against the Green Bay Packers. Next up, Mike Gesicki. Uh, he has a shoulder injury. He's going to be questionable this week against the New England Patriots. A lot of questionable players from this game, and there's more to come. Uh, it, it seems like Brian Flores says they're doing everything they can to get him out there, which, I mean, what else is he going to say? Uh, but it does look like he's on track to play this week. Uh, it should be a good matchup. I say Gasicki should be a starter. Uh, he's got a great, great connection with Tua. Uh, it, here's, a, here's a little fun stat. Mike Gasicki has seen 17 targets from Tua in the last two games. That's a stat I really like. I love seeing targets. And uh, it, it is a tough defense, but this offense is looking very good. So Gusecki should be a locked and loaded starter. Like I said, we got more players from this game. Devontae Parker from the Miami Dolphins. He's questionable with a hamstring injury. He is trending more towards playing rather than not. However, I do not think this is going to be a good matchup at all for Devontae Parker. I would see if you can bench him if you can, because he is A, dealing with a hamstring injury, and B, going up against Stephon Gilmore, who is still the best corner in the game. No doubt, don't even at me, he's the best corner in the game. Uh, I would not take the risk with Devontae Parker. If you have a solid bench, I would try to find a replacement for him. I don't think he's going to have a good game at all, so do not risk it with Devontae Parker. He is a very, very low-end flex for me. Now, Well, speaking of low-end flexes, here we go. Melvin Gordon. And Philip Lindsay, both questionable for this week. Gordon with a shoulder injury, Philip Lindsay with a hip injury. They're questionable this week against the Buffalo Bills. Even if both of them are expected to play, I do not expect high performance out of these two. Uh, let's say best case scenario for the Denver Broncos, both of them end up playing. Melvin Gordon is a low end flex. Philip Lindsay, not at all. Even if Melvin Gordon is out, I don't see Philip Lindsay doing well enough to put up fantasy numbers against the Buffalo Bills defense. This is a very good defense. I don't want any part of this. I understand that Melvin Gordon has had a couple of good weeks. He is... It, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I would not start him this week uh, if you can help it. I would say I have more faith in like Melvin Gordon than I do Devontae Parker, if that helps you at all. So Melvin Gordon is a, a low flex when Devonta Parker is like a low, low, low flex. So if that helps you at all, it's um, yeah, there you go. Melvin Gordon shouldn't have that great of a game, but you know, he could get 
I, I expect maybe a 50 yard, 50 yard game if he does play and it's all about that touchdown. That's why he's a, a low end flex. So if he does get that touchdown, you're happy. If not, you might lose the week. So that's not worth it, in my opinion. Uh, James Connor, he's been dealing with a quad injury. He was limited in practice on Friday. Uh, he didn't practice Thursday, but he did play Friday. So that's a very good sign. That means he's trending towards suiting up. Uh, another good thing is that he does play Monday night against the Cincinnati Bengals, which means he has that extra day and a half to heal. Uh, he should be all systems go this week. It is worth the risk with James Connor. They are playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Connor's going to run right through them. The Steelers are pissed. They're looking for revenge. They've lost two weeks in a row. They are not happy about it. I would say James Conner is going to have a, a, a very good week if he does play. Again, he's looking like he is going to, but just in case, try to have Benny Snell as a backup. Next up, Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder for the New York Jets. He's a calf injury. He missed practice on Wednesday. He missed, uh, or sorry, he was limited on Thursday and Friday, which means he. Should be good to go this week against the L.A. Rams. Now, it is the Rams. It is one of the hardest passing defenses in the league, if not the toughest. I think that's the toughest matchup you can have for a wide receiver. Uh, Jalen Ramsey should be on Crowder some of the time just because Crowder plays slot. Uh, I would say Crowder should be good to go. High-end flex, low-end wide receiver three for this week. On a, a better matchup, he he could be a wide receiver two, however, just matchup based Crowder his value drops a little bit but his upside is good enough to where you want to start him next up Marquise Brown he was placed on the COVID list on Wednesday but that was due to close contact uh, with someone that tested positive so Brown himself does not have COVID so as long as he tests negative for the rest of the week he should be able to be good to go this Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars now Marquise Brown has had a solid couple weeks I'll give him that. He has been he's actually been very good. However, do you want to take that risk? Is he the player that you you want going into playoffs, going into the second round of playoffs? Cuz he is that boomer bust player that he can win you the week, he can lose you the week. Now, so so here's this he's gotten 3 touchdowns in the last 3 games. Um which is very good. However, Four receptions, five receptions, two receptions. I I don't really like that a lot, especially if you're in a PPR league. Um, a, it is against the Jaguars, which means it is a it, it's a very very beatable defense. So Brown could have another monster week, but I don't want to take that risk on him. He is a boomer bust player, and I would rather start someone safe rather than start the risky Marquise Brown. Because I, if I had Marquise Brown on my bench and he had a very good game, you know, let's say 100 yards and a touchdown, I would be a little upset. But I would be more upset if I played Marquise Brown and he puts up one or two points. So if, if your feeling is opposite of mine, you can play Marquise Brown all you want. But I do not want to take the gamble this week. And last but not least on the questionable list is Ezekiel Elliott. He's dealing with a calf injury. He did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, which is very concerning. He's going up against the San Francisco 49ers. Very tough matchup. 
Uh, they do expect Ezekiel Elliott to play. The Dallas Cowboys said they expect Elliott to play this week dealing with the calf injury. H- however, it's Ezekiel Elliott going up against the San Francisco 49ers rushing defense, which is very good. It's still very good, uh, even without Bosa. This is uh, Elliott's a type of player where you have to play him still. Not as a running back one, not as a running back two. Elliott's a flex player. Elliott's a flex player for the rest of the season. Very tough matchup. He's going to keep losing snaps to Tony Pollard. Um, yeah, it, it's it's really a an unfortunate situation, but he should. It looks like he is going to play, but he should not be your star running back. He is a flex player at best for this week uh, and rest of the season, which is it's very sad. Uh, and then here are some players that are confirmed playing this week that maybe were questionable midweek. Drew Brees, for example, uh, he is back with that rib injury. He got cleared by doctors. Uh, Sean Payton confirmed that Drew Brees will be starting this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. Not going to start Drew Brees at all because he's missing Michael Thomas and coming back uh, from this disastrous rib injury. So not doing that. However, he is going to play. Uh, David Johnson is another player. Uh, he is he's just recovering from an injury. If I'm thinking correctly, I'm getting mixed up with Duke Johnson. There's a lot of D Johnsons on that team. However, David Johnson is going to play. Um, should be an, an okay matchup, but it's against the Indianapolis Colts, who is very solid. I would not play David Johnson if you can help it. Uh, just because he has a low ceiling and a low floor. And the last player is Raheem Mostert. He is confirmed going to play Week 15 against the Dallas Cowboys. He was removed from the injury report. He should be good to go. Uh, He will still split a couple snaps with Jeff Wilson, but Mostert will be the main back. I do expect the 49ers to take a big lead in this game, and I expect Mostert to run circles around the Cowboys. Mostert should be a solid high-end flex. Uh, and that is it. That is all the injuries I have for you today. If you want to see a written format, check out our website, barelyathletic.com. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you have a very, very good week 15 moving on to the finals. We're looking forward to it. Have a great rest.